2: hello everyone how you doing good to be back um and had some medical issues and uh but feeling a lot better and um russ what's going on i'm gonna be working on an article for sportsology on um the
0: nhl refereeing situation i don't want to play into this whole thing about it just being one game it's really been like a whole season of a lot of bad calls and the thing that got me the most yesterday when i was watching the eagles bills game was a couple of times, the referees made a call on the field that they knew was wrong, but this way it could be reviewed, so it would be taken out of their hands. And I think once that happens, your whole system is broken. And I think the whole system is broken.
1: Well, I mean, okay. And again, when a team loses, and being somebody who's a journalist, it's you know, it, I've I've gained more perspective when it comes to officiating. Um, but i don't cover the NFL. the nfl the 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 nhl i think it's different with with baseball and basketball it's different with the nfl honestly i've noticed and i've said this on the show a few times over the last few years it's almost like they call these games to keep them clo- keep them artificially close and um normally there's not a home field advantage when it comes to officiating but when it's 10 to one in terms of penalties and Buffalo is an undisciplined team. So there's no, there's no doubt about that. But when Josh Allen gets horse collar tackled and they don't call it when two of their wide receivers get mugged, uh for pass interference and they don't call it when there's a receiver within a few yards of him trying to throw the ball and he's outside of the pocket and they call intentional grounding which cost them from second and thir- second and goal on the three to third and goal on the 16 a lot of people in Buffalo are saying this is fixed do I think it's fixed no I just think the NFL officiating is incompetent and that's why it you know um, I said before the game I thought the Bills were going to lose, and that's why it didn't make me actually upset uh, when they did lose, and I didn't even watch the overtime because I knew they were going to lose. So. But it took,
0: like, on that perspective, it took a 60-yard kick in the rain yeah. and, and an overtime period for them to lose. So
1: It, it could have like, been 80 yards and they would have but it, just, it wasn't a guarantee they were going to lose. No, it it could have been going. an 80-yard field goal and he would have hit it it's through 80, the uprights. Yeah. I thought they
0: were going to win, but the point is, actually, is that yeah. yeah you can't call things on the field now that you're expecting to get bailed out by video and like mike said i thought it was a horse collar call but even the second choice would have been a sack and not intentional grounding
1: right and and right and or in yard loss or or Russ, it could have been a fumble which that, that was disputable right it could have been a fumble and it was fumbled forward and the bills uh a tight end fell on it at the eight-yard line, so it would have been third. They picked the 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 placement and the call that was the worst for the Bills. Yeah, and then, I'm not
0: going to say that, but I'm just going to say yeah. there were four choices there. Yeah, and the so, choice they made was incredible to it.
1: yep and yeah. and playing the role of Taylor Swift yesterday, folks, was Bradley Cooper, who they showed in the press box in the box. In, in is box. he in every is he at every, like, game? He's at
0: every game every game every big talking about it he's yeah involved. i know he's a big i know he's
1: a big <laughs> eagles fan and he played an eagles fan in silver lining playbook but yeah. you know jesus christ they kept showing him every five seconds well, No,
0: no, now he's doing a leonard
2: bernstein movie
1: oh i know i know oh, okay. <laughs> the maestro or something he was talking yes about maestro that. yes
2: all right. Well, I, I I watched the game. I I didn't watch it very carefully. It was on in the background, but um, I watched it very carefully in the end, which was kind of which was exciting. And um, it
0: was. In, it was an amazing game.
2: Back yeah. and forth. Yeah, it was I know. It was not, not a great ending for Buffalo, but I thought Buffalo. I mean, watching teams play the Eagles this year, I thought Buffalo played the Eagles as hard as anybody played them for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. But they lost. And it, Almost as hard as the Jets, but not quite because the Jets quite, back, got that win. That's crazy. Still. Um. All right. Let's get going here. <clears throat> back to the world. Oh, hockey world it is Monday, November 27th, 2023.
1: I'm Michael Ajello and the Buffalo Bills blow.
2: <laughs> I'm Russ Cohen from Sportsology. I can't disagree. <laughs> and that's Buzz. And it's Stella and Panda, Bragg sure. and You're watching Hockey Buzzcast on HockeyBuzz.com, This is the podcast that comes every Monday through Friday filling you on the comings and goings in the hockey world. And I wanted to um touch base today because we over the weekend now we have passed American Thanksgiving,
1: which is thank a big, god
2: big you know. Imaginary thing in the sky for these financial GMs. One down, one to go, folks. I know. It's the only reason that people know, I think, in America, that there is a Canadian Thanksgiving is because they call it in hockey the American Thanksgiving all the time.
1: But God forbid we can't call Columbus Day. It's got to be, what, Indigenous Indigenous Peoples Day? Don't go there, Mike. Um, They took took it away from an Italian. There you go. Well, (laughs)
2: let's move on. Um, the, (laughs) The American... Thanksgiving um, point is always a tough one. And last year, I remember I did a really, I did a lot of research on this on this concept of how many points you hit, needed to have at twenty games to make the playoffs. Remember, I did this whole thing. Yeah. I, did it, I did it at that point to prove the fact that I thought the Devils were going to, go to indeed make the playoffs last year, because and they did. But um, and at this point, you guys were saying they weren't going to make the playoffs last year, but seven points, twenty-seven points is this magic number of twenty at the twenty-game mark. Um,
1: You're with the
2: Islanders,
1: last Allen? ten years. No, You're no, last year it the the
2: Devils. The Devils Oh. The Devils were off to a good start last year, and um, you know we all, no one thought they were going to make the playoffs. So no, you that's true. You're right. And I said, tw- I said, if a team has 27 points and they had like 30 points at the 20 game mark, if you have 27 points, at the 20 game mark, only two teams in the last decade haven't made the playoffs with 27 points at the 20 game mark, which is a, which is a crazy number. So this year, let's look and see who's there. You know, like, and and to me that it's kind of a fascinating thing because I went so I went and do it on my um, blog and I bring it up on my phone, but um. To, to just so i can get the details right on this but it is kind of interesting who's there who's not there um because not getting there is, is usually a, is usually well a, it's a good close.
0: line of demarcation that you've right. made because there are a lot of teams
2: close there's a lot of teams really close okay so You right said right now 20,
1: said 27 points
2: 27 points in 20 games now the team not everybody's played 20 games so some of this is a little bit you know so right. what is it i said so i listed that there's uh there's currently seven teams with 27 points in 20 games or still with a shot at getting the twenty-seven points, twenty games. Right, seven yeah. teams. Um, that would be Boston, the Rangers, Boston, the Rangers, the only two teams in the East. Um, and in the West, Colorado, Dallas, Vegas, the Kings, and Vancouver. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at all teams there that are very likely. Those seven teams are very likely in the playoffs. Not a big shocker, but you no, know, no, I think they'll all make it. I Vancouver was the only one
0: I doubted in the preseason, but then they showed me by being able to stay healthy this first quarter and. I, I think they can make it.
1: I still have some doubts. I can't take away what what's going on right now because Demko's playing great, and so and Hughes is having yeah. a season for the ages, and all you know everything. But they have they have massive holes still, and those those star players are covering them up.
2: They do, but it's about time the star players covered up some of their holes. That's true. They've been sure. there for years now, and you know I I keep thinking there you have like one of the top forwards in the league, one of the top defense in the league, and one of the best goalies in the league, you are gonna, have to have a pretty good, you have to be a playoff team. Like in my opinion, there's very rarely you find a team that has that and doesn't make the playoffs. Now the bubble teams that are in there right now are this. So Florida's got 26 points in 20 games. They're a really good shot at at making it. Um, Detroit's 25 points in 20 games. Uh, Tampa's 25 points in 20 games. Um, We're actually playing two games. Winnipeg has 26 points in 20 games. washington has 22 points in 17 games so i mean they've got a shot still but it would, i mean they, they would have, they, have, they would have three more games to get to 24 26 yeah they could get to 28 points if they won those three games so the caps have a chance actually and toronto with 23 points in 19 games mm-hmm. um so the leaves are behind pace for sure at least two points behind pace right now um right so where, what does this mean you know um when you look at that if you look at those teams all there you've got You've got 14 teams okay the, the top the the seven that we said are going to definitely be in it the seven that are on the bubble that have probably a good chance of being in it um which means that you know you really have a, like a small chance here at at, at making the playoffs right now basically unless you're in those unless you're in the top you know 17 teams or, 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 or top 15 teams right sorry. well sorry. some <laughs>
0: of them have weird circumstances <laughs> oh, <sorry>. so like <laughs> one of them with like weird circumstances, are are Tampa? Yeah, they got this far without goalie. Now their goalie's back. Right, Which makes you think they they do have a chance because Vasilevsky's back, and they did all of that without Vasilevsky. So I got to believe they're in the hunt. Well,
1: I'm the actually. the other the other team similar to that is Florida, right? Who yeah. Had who were were bad in October and really good in November. And yeah. you know, Sam Reinhardt had a really good month, and now in the last week, they just got Montour and Eckblad, so they su- back, so they survived with Kulikov and Mikola yeah. and Oliver yeah. ekman Larson, and now they've got those guys back. So, you know, that's
0: I think they're in it, I think they're really in it, I did. right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I did. they're
2: pretty solid in it when you look at it, um, where they're sitting right now. Um, they could they could fall, I mean, they could fall out, but I, I like, I, I predict them for second in the division, they're right, they're right where they are. I did not pick, you know. Boston for first in the division, um, but you know, no one, no, not many people did.
1: Um, yeah, but I Boston. I mean, you know, we've we've got to stop. We must stop predicting the demise of the Boston Bruins because I, I did this
0: year. I, I went with them.
1: Right. Well, no, no. I mean, we did. I did last year, and they won. They you know, won the President's Trophy by five thousand points. And this year, I thought, okay, Bergeron and Krejci are retiring, so you know yeah. they're going to take a step back. And I think if there was a global thermonuclear war, the Boston Bruins would still be in first place in the Atlantic division. They're yeah. just they, you can't kill them um, yeah. system. They're going, you know, their goaltenders are great. Now, if they get enough scoring and they're getting enough scoring right now out of Pasternak and, you know, Zaka is playing pretty well and Marchand is yeah. still Marchand. Yeah. I still think at the end of the year, they're going to have to add a center to, you know, have some success in the playoffs. But, you know, they're just a system team and they wear teams down and they annoy the crap out of people and they're just great. That's it.
2: That's oh, true. They, and they really, and, you know, they've done all this. You know, I, I mean, I picked them to make the playoffs as a as a wild card team. I thought that they could fall, but I didn't think the best team in the history of the NHL could fall out of the playoffs. I just found like it was a hard thing to do. But um, they. You know, I thought they, they were going to be a
1: wild card. I thought they were going to be a wild card team. That's what I yeah, thought. Yeah, that's what
2: They're, I thought too. So, but the elephant in the room in
0: this one, to me, it's not the Winnipeg Jets. I I had faith in them all year. I yeah. I feel like the contracts being signed was a big weight off of them and. You know, Blake Wheeler being out of there, being in New York was good for both franchises. I think he needed to leave, but the big elephant in the room is the Leafs because right now, according to act, they wouldn't make
2: it. Well, yeah, I mean, they, they they have a really bad, I mean, they're not likely to make it because I mean, it doesn't say you don't have to get to 27 points to make it, Um, but you, but if you get to 27 points, you've got a 98% chance of making it. Now they're, they're the most they can get to is 25 points. So they got a shot at making it, but, but still they, they, but they're not, you know, they're not a shoe anybody starts any of the imagination. Well,
1: okay. I'll, I'll just say this, you know, through 19 games going to be 20 tomorrow night when they play Florida. Right. Um, they really have not, play, you know, they had a four game winning streak and really didn't play very well during the four game winning streak. They've ridden this, you know, um, this uh 17 game point streak uh, of uh neilander where everybody is basically saying he's uh, this the second coming of uh, of matt sundin kent, kent nielsen and every other swede and then uh you know then he doesn't score two would score points in two consecutive and he's crap so it's like you know so i mean right now uh, Marner and Matthews are not uh, clicking. They've now split right. them up, and they put Marner on Tavares's line and Neander on Matthews' line, so they're shaking things up there. We know their defensive issues. They were shorthanded of, like, three of their top six defensemen for about three weeks, and they're just getting some of them back. Yeah. And they're goaltending. I, I mean, I have to say it. I, I wrote something uh, a couple days ago. Ilya Samsonoff is now in a long line of – Disappointing, yeah. mediocre, uh, leaf goaltenders. Yeah. He had one. Yeah. He had one good year. They signed him. You know, he went to arbitration. He had uh, a year where basically it was a prove it deal. Go ahead, if you show us you can play, we're gonna sign you to a big contract. So far, he's sucking the tailpipe. He's been terrible. And Joseph Wall is a is somebody with about 12 games of NHL experience. So I think he's capable of being a number one. But I with that with him, team, but, with, but with that team's defense, Eck, they're really, you know, they're really potentially it can expose a young kid to uh you know to the privations of their of their defense. And that that's that's a risk, you know, Russ. I, I think he's capable, but with that team's defense. It might, you know, they might he's not help
0: him. I watched that game the other day and he was okay. Yeah. Uh, but there were just times when, you know, he's going to have to make this unbelievable monstrous save right. because there's just, they're getting, the other team's
2: getting high well, games. That's the way the Leafs always play, right? That's not to be unexpected. I mean, the Leafs are going to be a backup. No, a but team. the
0: idea is what's unexpected is their choice in goalie is failing. And so the backup choice is the guy who's really a year or two away. Right. They All wanted right. to groom as a backup. Right. And now, so the the age old question is, what if they had to play Boston in the playoffs in the first round? They're right. getting smoked. Are you kidding me? I mean, of course they are. I mean, that that
1: see, that's the issue. That's what that's what
0: drives me crazy. Right it has to drive people
1: crazy. Right. right, because and again, why is this happening? Well, it's because you're spending fifty percent of your salary cap on four forwards. And what's going to happen? Because you know, more than likely, you're right, Russ. They're going to sign Neander to a to a long-term deal. They're going to sign him for over 10 million bucks. And then next year, when they have all, you know, the Two guys on new deals and the two two guys in Marner and Tavares on the last year of their old deal, they're gonna have $45 million assigned to four forwards and good luck trying to stockpile a defense and find a goaltender with that remaining what 43 million? Good luck. I mean it's you know,
2: it to talk, a good faster. But I do want to bring it up because I think that there are four of those, those four signings, those four key signings, Mike, that they have out there. Um so Tavares, Marner, Matthews, and Nylander, Yep. Right. Um, who is the most disappointing for their contract?
1: I mean, you can right make now, the right now. well, okay. You're talking about this year or for the totality oh, okay, of the kind of contract?
2: contract. In the whole the whole thing of the contract. I mean, I mean right now Nylander is playing really, really well, but I could say that Tavares has been well okay. great, but not super great. You know, like you've okay, been
1: right, in- but- right okay first of all you have to factor in it was a free agent deal so you had to overpay him has he been an 11 million dollar player no has he been a really good player yes and I, you know he's i don't you know the I, Again, this is going back and, you know, I've had this debate before, but this is going back to Lou Lamorello in 2017, not signing Neander when, when, when he had a year left in his contract because it was against the Lou rules to sign a player. So then he, the, 2018, his contract comes up, uh, right. Lou gets yeah, Luke gets canned, he goes to the Islanders, Dubas is in there and there's a holdout for, for five months of Neilander. and in the end they succumb to Neilander's demands and he, you know, based on what he's doing right now, you know, seven million bucks is a good deal, but they didn't get him for eight years, they got him for six years. And they, you know, they, they could have traded him, or they could have signed him the year before, and then because they succumbed to him, they succumbed to Matthews, and they succumbed to Marner, and you've got the situation that you have right now. It was a it was a domino effect, and everybody says the mistake was Tavares. No, the mistake was Nealander the year before.
0: Here, here you know, yeah. this is going to be unfair, and Mike's right. Um, Tavares isn't worth the money, but they need to they need the John Tavares type player. They don't right. have enough players like that and guys who will stand up and guys who will win a big face off and guys. So it's really, to me, it's Marner and it's crazy because he's more than yeah. a point of game, but he, he doesn't seem as impactful uh, every game. Right.
2: And that's my issue with Marner right now.
1: Well, he, okay. He's a, he's a facilitator. Mm-hmm.
2: He he never, never really he did. Did. That's a good point. He really never he's is. supposed did. to be a play
0: driver, but he, he was more than that. they, a facilitator is one thing. He's supposed to be a play driver. He's a little more special than the, just the assist guy. Yeah, and if right.
1: you ask Austin Matthews, the reason that he won the heart and the and the and the reason that he won the uh, the Rocket Rashard was because Marner Marner had ninety nine points that year, and most of them were you know feeding yeah. him for sixty goals. I mean, this year he's not he's not having a particularly good year. But he, you know, he has these stretches where he doesn't play well, and then he'll then he'll go he'll go great guns for for twenty games, and everybody will forget it. But the problem is not one individual player. The problem is the totality of what they're paying them and what paying them prevents them from doing. And you know, the, I mean, they're up against it within like fifty dollars of the salary cap. Uh, before John Klingberg went down and now, oh, it's like they found money in their pockets because John Klingberg is probably going to have hip surgery and be out the rest of the year. So, right. you know, now they have $4 million on the cap that they can go out and use. But th- th- that's the problem. They're always cap strapped because they're paying four guys more than they ha- would have had to pay them yeah. had they managed things correctly.
2: Well, it, but also to their to, to, to be fair to them, these these deals were all pre-pandemic deals like there was no saying sure. that, that, the, that the, salary, if the salary cap goes up at a normal rate yeah those deals are probably fine so it's like right. the reality is like that
1: that also played into it in a big way yes and that was the bet that was the bet that they could make the cap would grow and they'd be right. able to add players but the problem is the cap didn't grow and
2: bet, though. I mean you know besides the pandemic it was the same bet I mean that that would have been a bet that any of us would have made I mean that. That there was no saying that the Caps were going to stop growing. It was growing at a really strong rate, and it was, you know, going to keep going. Now, there's other teams on this list that are fascinating to me too. One is the Capitals. I mean, the Capitals, you know, having 22 points in 17 games, and they, and after starting off really badly too. Um, well, the, the funny, the funny it, I don't, I do, I did not in a million years think they're going to be a playoff team.
1: Well, the funny, the funny thing about the Caps is that nobody knows how they're doing it. Because you know, like Charlie Lindgren wins four right. games in a row. You know who's yeah. their backup um, yeah. when Kemper was out. Um, their you know their, their offense right now. I, I mean, I think Ovechkin. I, I'm not looking at it right. He's this one second point ahead of Carl's. Yeah, Ovechkin was leading the team in scoring, and he's only got five goals. But so, it, so I mean, they're not getting a ton of offense. They're yeah. getting the situational offense. They're they here's the wild thing. Spencer Carberry was the Leafs assistant coach in charge of their power play. They were one of the top power plays in the league. Right. He goes to Washington, who's got Carlson, who's got Ovechkin, and they're 32nd in the league. Yeah. In the power play. Yeah, I just play. think
0: they're the outlier. And I think in the NHL, you you win five games in a row. You look like right. the Capitals. Yeah, I mean, they
2: you think that that's the big question I have, but right? because, nothing I mean, they says could, They can but, hold it. Nothing. It could be. I mean, they could be the team that can hold it.
1: Um, has got, got 12 points in 17 games and he's their leading scorer.
2: Right. But the trade now is another another one to look at. Like they are, I mean, we all thought they'd be better. And then for a while they looked terrible. Too. I didn't.
0: I had them last place. I don't think yeah. they're going to make the playoffs, but they're doing better than I thought. But and
2: also, The
0: it's well, on a heater though. He's not going to stay
1: like this.
0: Yeah, that's, well, the, that's what's fueling them mostly.
1: They're yeah. riding. They're riding the hot goaltending of Alex Lyon right now.
0: Yeah, which also is not going to hold. He deserves some more
2: credit than he's getting. You
0: know. Sure. Uh, sure. Alex, Alex Lyon has done a good
2: performance. He he's done he Lyon's a
0: good backup in the league. Right. But, like I said, I don't think DeBrinkit will keep up this pace, and I am. Have- and a very big Debrinket supporter. So I still don't think Washington, uh, Washington I still don't think the Red Wings make it.
1: Well, their, wor- their worst goaltender has been the guy who started the most games, which is Billy Husa. Right. His record is good. Which but is his- one thing I said is that I did not oh, believe yeah. in him. Right. He's got a he's got his goals against of over three and a save percentage under 900. So they need him to be closer to what they're getting out of Lion or Reimer or they'll, they'll come back to the pack. Yeah. I mean, right now,
0: Debrinket's a point per game. He's never done that his entire career, so history says he won't do it this year.
1: Well, have- let's, we, we should connect. We should connect something to the couple of the teams that we were talking about because uh, I know that Elliot Friedman uh, was talking about it over the weekend about Kane, and yeah. it sounds like Kane, um, it, it, the teams that are uh, in the lead are Detroit, Florida. To a lesser extent, Buffalo. I don't, again, I don't believe he'll go to Buffalo because Buffalo is a train wreck right now. Um, He floated Dallas's name and Boston's name and mentioned that Toronto would talk to him. But it sounds like Detroit and Florida act that are the two teams.
2: Yeah. I'm, and i've been saying for you guys you guys know off the record for over a year now that that, that kane's gonna go to florida um i wasn't really able to say it too he did much. And, and of those all of those teams i think you're right i think that's the most likely and it's it, it there's just there's just a fit there for him and it's um you know and it's a big there's a big usa usa hockey thing going on there it's a big it, it makes sense for him to go there. and it's you know i'm from what i'm understanding and i don't know if it's been out yet in the rec you know anywhere and this is just it's just from what i'm understanding Right. Is that he is going to be visiting some of these places, you know, and some of these teams and talking to people about you know and checking out these areas and stuff like that as well. Um, you know, and not, not that he hasn't been to these cities before, but you know, lad, if you look at, you know, you're visiting Florida or Detroit in the, in the in December, um, yeah, Florida's gonna look pretty nice. The only thing
1: that's
0: <laughs> concerning act, is they kept saying he'll be ready two months into the season, and he's clearly not ready. Well, no, he oh, says he's
1: ready. he says he's ready, he's just doing his yeah. His tour, But th- but this is the thing, okay, and we've still not gotten any kind of clarification from Pat Brisson, and we're not going to because they, yeah. they would not negotiate publicly. But it's the whole he wants to play with a contender versus one year or multiple years. If it's multiple years, there's no way he's going to be able to play with a contender because they can't sign – like the most they can sign him for, like a team like Florida who's right up against the cap, is is a one-year deal with incentives they have money because, coming
2: up though. florida's got money coming up next year um
1: right but the problem is this year they don't have any money and you're talking about signing them to a, okay if you sign them to a one-year contract with incentives league minimum 775. If the incentives based on games played or goals or whatever, those right. incentives go on to next year's cap. So you could right. sign him to an incentive based deal, but if he wants money, that's not based on incentives, he's not going to Florida. He might go to Buffalo or, or, or a Detroit because they have cap space. It's all right. based on what he wants. If he wants to win another Stanley cup, he's going to have to take less money for one year. Do I buy yeah. that he's going to do that? Not really.
2: I do. I don't think he's about money. I really don't. I mean, I don't. See, of all the players, of all the players, I've been, I've been saying this forever about him. I think he was. I think he was willing to play for the Rangers if it went, if it went half decent for them. He was willing to play for them for like for very little money. Um, it didn't go half decent with them, and, and there, you know, there was some bad. There's some bad blood there now. Also happened, but I do think that you know I don't think he's about the money. I think he is about winning. I think winning is a big deal to him. Um,
1: well, then floor. I, then floor I, I in the back of
2: my mind. You know, oh. they, I see the hole here if if
0: Florida feels like their defense is healthy they could get rid of Nicola and the 2.5 million and that and they could pay Canyon 2.5 million
2: yeah that's what they would do probably um, I mean and you know that's what
0: I see them doing if they do it you could look at a 25 million this year
2: 5 million next year
0: type deal something like that you no know, um, I mean they might just pay him 2.5 straight through for like three years
1: Right, you can't, um, yeah, exactly. you can't you can't you can't structure a deal that that way because if it's two point five this year and five million no, next no, 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 year, yeah, you're not gonna do then his then, that then that his contract's three point seven five million.
0: You're not going to do that. I think it'll be right. like two point. I think he
2: might take two point five for the next three years. Yeah, no, and you, you know, really never what Kane does bring to it. Like it brings bring to like you know to Florida, he's obviously, uh, he brings a lot of that, to that city as far as like another superstar name um and also the fact that you know just just the jerseys that Patrick Kane sells wherever he ends up is like a big like money wise they'll get the money back from him it's not like it's, it's not hard Florida a
0: just of, had their first sellout everybody went goo gaga
2: I know I know no and it, it 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 is baffling to me the fans down there don't support them more than they do um but you know because I mean any I think every almost everybody in the NHL would take you know <laughs> my dog my like Florida yeah see my dog over top of the piano there that's hilarious just um so anyway um yeah the um yeah i think i think i could i could see it with Lara. i mean i'm impressed by what they're doing again like you said i mean the fact they're doing this without i think two of their, i think montour is probably their one of their most valuable players out there yeah
0: he is and he's not going to be as good as last year but he's still pretty damn good
2: yeah i mean eclad is eclad you know he's really solid always but i think montour is even more important so as, as, as it plays out you know we'll see where they go now that we have to go of course to some disappointments on this on this list like you know like so, so who went, you know and there's obvious there's six of teams i came up with that, that all have playoff aspirations but hold on
0: team. chat room says rant, thomas is saying that there's an islanders trade that's imminent so we'll we'll keep doing the show and Hopefully Thomas can report this to us.
1: Well, is it as big as the Tice Thompson for Andre Dur- Durando deal that they made yesterday? I don't think
2: it'll be as big as that, Mike, but we'll see. I will look into it. I will text somebody. But um, all right, so let's get past Edmonton for a second because obviously Mike has been dumping on Edmonton as much as he possibly can while I've been away. Oh,
0: no. Of course oh, look, Ek, I'm there too. They're
2: not making the playoffs now. Well, they're no, they, I, not, they have 15 points in 20 games. Okay, so they are 12 points off 20 game. Yeah, but, but I'll just
1: say this. I, I could not believe how, you know, a lot of writers that I respect are doing like huzzahs and handsprings, bending over backwards to say, well, you know, because of the Western Conference and the way things are going right now, it could be 90 points that makes the playoffs, meaning that Edmonton could get in. Give me a friggin' break it's you know it's using over the last
2: decade mike over the last decade at least um no team with 15 points or below at 20 game mark has made the playoffs okay so that's like that's a zero that there's zero chance there if you just based on they would be the first to do that that's a tough that's a tough number to to swallow um but let's move past never
0: like taking zero percent odds that's just me
2: i'm not a gambler but yeah there's always gonna be somebody who does it right so i (laughs) guess i guess no it's true i mean whenever you take zero percent, it's like you know I hate that too new jersey is another one 19 points in 19 games so they're, they're they're the reason i did this whole thing last year because they had 27 points in 20 games
0: now this is the funny thing now i'm like they're gonna make it they have to do better than this last year
2: i would have been like yes this
0: makes sense
2: right um like 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 edmonton neither of these new jersey missing the playoffs like edmonton would be devastating like the devils cannot miss the playoffs there's just they no, just can't happen. no they like, can't
1: I mean, and, no. and you know okay you have to you have to make an excuse that Nico Heeshear was out for almost a month. And that was the reason why yeah. uh Brendan Brendan Smith was stalking uh, Connor Clifton like uh you know, like uh, you know, a, well, a stalker. Uh yeah, you know, because forward.
0: Brendan Smith was playing, was, they, that was, and
1: that was the whole reason, Russ. They played they, they played him at forward, so when they lost him, they're thinking they're gonna lose him doing misconduct, they would still have six defense. Right. So, but yeah, he went after Connor Clifton and Clifton after the game said, basically, well, I know this is not over because it was only a two minute roughing. So they were so pissed off that he had a hit and I thought it was a, you know, he got suspended for a couple games, but it wasn't like a predatory right. Raffy Torres type of hit, but it's their best player. And without him, they, they slow well, He's important. What's that? I mean that? Like, you know, you locked up there for a second. Go ahead.
2: I'm coming back. Can you hear me now? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Go ahead. You see me? I can't see me. Anyway, that's fine. No, I'm, go
1: we didn't see you. Go ahead. That's
2: pretty cool. So, I mean, and this, 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 this low New Jersey point total comes in. The, comes with you know Jack Hughes having a hell of a start, like an unbelievable start. You know, um, that that's what makes this all the more concerning. Now you could say that Hershey, you know, Hershey obviously he is going to hurt them.
1: Right, but they were they were without both Hishir and. Way to, you got to find a way
2: to get that they're
1: they're not both of them. Yeah. So that I mean that's the excuse.
2: It's an excuse, but it's not, you know, legitimate like to me. Like I think that when it all goes down to it, my background.
1: I think it's legitimate when you lose your top two centers. I mean, if you know, so I mean, yeah, but they're they're back now. And, and now I think that, you know, they're, they're going to, you know, probably they're not like way out of it that they, that they can't, they can't make it. I mean, it's early enough, but you know, they've got, they've got the, where I think the concern is is they don't have great goaltending. No, and, they don't. And, and they're looking for goaltending
2: for sure. I mean, they are, they are out there pursuing goaltending, whether or not they can get it or not. There's a couple of teams pursuing goaltending. So, I mean, Edmonton's pursuing goaltending, there's other teams pursuing goaltending. So, um, the next biggest disappointment in my mind is Ottawa. Um, Ottawa, 19 points in 19 games. Yeah, Ottawa—they're disappointing. I mean, they—they, they, you know, I didn't think they were going to run away with this thing, but I, I would have thought they would have been close to the. There would have been a bubble team at this point, and they're not. They're last in their division. Um, And 19 points in 19 games is is brutal for them right now. I mean, they, you know, they, changing a GM doesn't do much for you on the ice. You know, it's not like that's not the big change that they made there. So.
1: No, and and Corpusalo hasn't exactly, you know. First of all, uh, Anton Forsberg is Anton Forsberg, so right. that's not a shock. Corpusalo has been okay, but not great. But you know, when you're playing Cor- when you're playing Forsberg seven games, and his save percentage is a blazing eight fifty. Yeah. I think I think one of those dummies that you put in front of the net when you practice stops more pucks than Anton Forsberg at times.
2: Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. The other another team that's a huge disappointment, Minnesota, like the Wild. Um oh. well, 14, yeah, I, I've
0: gotten word, Ek, and we've seen it, yeah. and I talked about it about a month ago. These are the final days of Dean Everson. It's just a matter of when.
2: They to me are the most disappointing team because fourteen points in eighteen games. Um, it, it even, I mean, they were. A team the thing about them is they're always consistent you know they they might never run away with it but they're always in this thing so for them to be looking this far out of it right now is is completely unheard of and you're right gotta the has got to get in george's end right here um i can't disagree with that at all but they're just not getting and they're not just not getting it done i mean and it's it's kind of crazy they looked good in the beginning they, they their team that started off relatively well in the first couple of days of the, couple, the first couple of games of the season but now um the next team on my list is Pittsburgh um you know they have 20 points in 20 games again that's not when you look at teams with 20 points 20 games only i think something like 12 of them in 10 years have made the playoffs well if you have 20 or less. I, I still so,
0: give them a better chance than that because they yeah. do have some proven winners on the team yes. i have seen some good interaction now with carlson and Latang. Mike disagrees, but it helped beat the Leafs for sure. Well, I was yeah. going to say,
1: if they could play the Leafs 82 games, they'd be a year but, but no. But, Jerry, but not, but Jerry but needs
0: to be a little more consistent, no question, but I still think there's something there.
1: But I saw them in person yeah. on Friday against against Buffalo, and they played two really good periods, and then Buffalo got a burr in their saddle and blew past them like they were standing still, and that's the problem. I think they're a slow – even with Carlson, they're a yeah. slow team – uh, the, you know that you, you can see the wear on the tires when it comes to guys like. Even though Malkin is still great, there's th- that's the thing. There's not a lot there other than the big names. The and I also saw names. that
0: without Rust. Rust is an important guy. For right. That. It was without.
1: It was without Rust. But but Russ, when on your second line, one of the wingers is Alex Neilander, You suck. Well, also, what's are.
0: his name? Raquel's out. Like Raquel and Rust are out. Right. But Alex Nealander, Ross. I know. Listen, he scored as many points as William Nylander that game. So
2: <laughs> I'm talking to somebody right now about the Islanders <laughs> thing. Just talk for a second more so I can the, the, the other yeah, the next the next team I have though, if you want to go on to them is um in my disappointing world yes. in Nashville for the Predators. I, think, you know, I had
0: no expectations. Right. Nobody should be disappointed in Nashville because okay. I think when you saw when Trotz took over and he was picking up everybody on the waiver wire. That is a clear indication that he had no idea that they could score this year, and that's going to be a problem.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if where they are on your list, Eck, but you know, right here in River City, a lot there's a there's a lot of disappointed Buffalo fans. Yeah, because, Sabres
0: are high on my list. Of yeah, players.
1: I mean, because right, okay, right now they're nine, yeah. they're nine, ten, and one. They've been yeah. over five hundred for one game this year. And this is a team that everybody thought was going to make the playoffs or at least challenge for the playoffs right now. They're not challenging. They're not scoring on the power play. They're not scoring five on five. And this is a team that scored almost 300 goals last year. They're a little better defensively, but the biggest miscalculation, and I'll, I will say this to the cows come home is that the calculation at the beginning of the year to go with Devin Levi, a 21 year old kid coming out of the NCAA with seven games of experience and expecting him to be your number one goaltender was just a complete miscalculation. I don't know why they did it. They could have, uh, hedged their bets and gone and signed a veteran like a Cam Talbot who's playing great in LA right now. They could have used that, but now they're you know right now their de- the, their season depends on Uka Pekka Lukonen being yeah. consistent enough because he's been the best of the three goaltenders. And it's just I mean the, yeah. if your season relies on him, who's a guy who's never been consistent in his NHL career, you're yeah. in trouble
2: no i not my my sources aren't seeing anything on the islanders making a trade right now but i don't okay. know if that's that thomas you might have somebody you know i you, you thomas to, you your know,
1: sources know. are crap sorry I'm
2: crap, no, because you know who might have say that
0: but. was it
1: hockey insider that messaged that yeah.
0: listen i hockey insider seems to be posting again yeah i know i don't totally want to say what he posted it's yeah, so know, no. ridiculous
2: no. Did that, so someone told me out to me? do you know how the islanders got broken you know how they got him They drafted him, obviously, you know know where they got that draft pick that they traded, that they traded from? You know, I used to, I I knew they got it from somewhere, yeah. This is is a crazy one. No, it came from Philadelphia in the Andrew McDonald trade. That's right. How about that? The the Andrew McDonald trade. Andrew McDonald
0: hurt the Flyers in many ways.
2: That's a crazy thing to think about. Like, yeah, you know, like Sorokin, who's like, you know, came in the Andrew McDonald trade.
1: Well, uh, how, how about this? When Lindy Ruff was traded from Buffalo to the New York Rangers, the, the Rangers gave Buffalo, I think it was a fifth-round pick. The fifth-round pick turned out to be Alexander McGillney. Oh, okay. <laughs> shit. Yeah, I mean,
2: that that's a crazy pick because, you know, Alexander well, you know, Yeah, was, that's a crazy pick. They picked in the fifth round only because people didn't think he would right. come over. I mean, obviously, right. he's. So, he's another he's, – he's, I mean, he, there was no question he was talented, right? Like, that's not a question
1: at all. No, it was just the, the ability to get him. That was, you know.
2: Yeah, I mean, I didn't put Buffalo as a, as a disappointment as much as I probably oh. should have. Yes, you should have. Um, but I did put Seattle as a disappointment. Um, I mean, 21 points in 22 games.
0: I pissed him out, I, I so I'm not disappointed. But I'm just saying I knew there was something flat. It's still okay. there's something flat. And – these are the ebbs and flows, I think. when like again, we can't count Vegas as the normal team because they've definitely mortgaged a lot of the future and did get some really good winners in there. Seattle's right. doing it differently. And so last year they definitely played above. And this year it's kind of like they're just on that up and down. Yeah.
1: Let me I, let me let me let me uh correct myself. It was uh McGillney was traded for Paul Sear, not not oh, Lenny. Like, that's much, better, that's right? much that's much worse. That's good, you know, I don't years know years. why I always
2: put Paul Sear with Paul Lawless in my head, but um, remember both failed been,
1: first round picks. Maybe remember Paul so? Lawless though. Remember him? It's, he was like, yeah, he was Whalers. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember was, for some reason. He was in the Flyers for a bit
2: too. Um, he was all yeah. He, Lawless, was, I actually liked Lawless in a lot of ways. Was, yeah. But but he didn't have a great he never had a great career. But he was always looked like he should be having a great career. Like when you saw he had, the
1: guys. he had one good year. He reminds me a lot of um of
2: uh of. of Duran you know like now like they I think that Duran is you know it's, it's a similar type of thing I mean Duran first scored a scored to goal finally the other day from um from you know on a pass on a pass from
1: Nathan McKinnon where
2: McKinnon everyone went right. crazy we all expected that a little bit more than like one of those I, I
1: did
0: I you guys were all like he's going to be reunited I did I kind of lost on Duran
2: at that point yeah like, yeah and it feels up to um, so people want to know rumors I'll that I have, right now. Like get sued. So we're gonna. I'll try it. Basically, rumor wise right now. Ahead, before you.
0: you do the rumor, yeah. what do you feel about the Hall Notes lawsuit? When you have <laughs> two guys, a writing tandem, <laughs> other over publishing rights,
1: apparently. Uh, how do, is, how okay how, right? Do, right? how how do you prove what, how do you prove what you wrote and what you didn't write? Unless somebody... no, no, it's
0: not that. You know what it is? It's who what I guess, was selling his publishing rights too it has something to do with he hall didn't want it sold to them and and so that's when he did the restraining that's what what i heard
2: so this is like this is like
1: a this is like a taylor swift scooter Braun thing type of thing
2: kind of but you know this is the music the music thing is so weird because when you think about like you know the songwriters get get the money like there's money Mm -hmm. money the money comes to songwriters that's kind of like if the the nfl was like based on offensive coordinators right like the right plays might be good right Um, but if you don't have good players the songs might be good if you don't have good players um the songs aren't what they are you know what i mean so to me it's always to me my band at least um we always split everything um even though i wrote 90 percent of the songs um we split everything because it just was like to me just i think that's around. the right way to do it like if everybody's there contributing yeah.
0: even even though those words may have come in your head you're all
1: collaborating
0: that's right. the way that's the way right. jazz
1: just did it they split yeah. it equally so yeah
0: yeah 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 and yes yep. I ended up doing it that way too because yeah. uh similar reason it's like it's hard to have all these guys in a room and say well that's my drum beat well that's your word and it's
1: and
2: and people it's not just even even if they even if you wrote the entire song like there are songs i wrote the drum beats to it everything to it even then no. you know you can't sit there and say that your band isn't isn't the reason it does well like you know you can't sit there and say I, that you know that, like yeah. the singer if you have a bad singer and you write a great song nothing's going to happen
1: well right that, that's that's why that's why like the whole lennon mccartney thing is sort of unfair like he's okay lennon had nothing to do with the with the song yesterday but it's le- under lennon mccartney so it's split fifty right. but
2: fifty. but because of that they never had to fight you know and it, it, that's that's the big thing about that the re the, them not including george harrison ringer star and that caused all kinds of problems you know i mean right. so that's-
1: but that's why Harrison started, that's why Harrison started to right. write himself and because of the money and it, you know, he yeah, ended up. Harrison song. was the best songwriter of the
2: Beatles too. Was, For a couple of years there, Harrison wrote the best songs.
1: Well, one of them was through,
2: through a dream. So I don't yeah. know if that was the best. Um, on, uh, let's, let's talk about rumors here a little bit, a little bit. And, yeah, so please, um, please. so we will be getting more into rumors in the next mm-hmm. couple of days. Um, the rumor chart, I started working on a uh, rumor chart usually launches at the end of November. So, um, we will get some things there for sure. Um, and I think, um, we're going to look into that more as, as we get there, but you know, Hannafin is a name that we has come up, you know, and we're asking about him, I definitely think he's going to get moved. There's a lot of players that are going to get moved here. Um, but I think the, one of the things to look at mostly is, um, one of the things I've been chasing is, is Couturier. Who I think is to really, a really interesting, interesting trade deadline player. Um, on many on many levels. Like I, I believe Couturier will get moved um, if he stays that healthy. that many years left? Yep, yep.
1: You'd have to be insane to take that deal on. Really.
2: It, it, it depends how healthy he stays. Now, if he, if he shows any signs of injuries again. but, no, but see, I'm going to go this route. I'm going to say he's going to be
0: healthy all year. But this right. version of Sean Couturier is even slower than the last version. He is yeah. good on face-offs. He is good defensively, but he's not even close to a point a game player. Like you're, you're talking about, yeah, getting the guy. What does he have? Five more years,
1: six more years. at seven point seven five million. Why yeah,
2: are you gonna have to eat a ton of that contract? They will. Do. But, but I still think I still think it could be it could happen. I still think it could happen. Um, and you know, Boston has a lot of interesting notoriety. That's something I've heard over and over and over again. Um, Bruins, CC, you know, now he—if you put him into that lineup, he actually is something that Boston could use. Like he he would actually. Oh, there's would no work. question they could use him. He would work well with the Bruins. He would give them that defensive center that they don't have right now, um, for the playoffs. A checking, a, a guy who can check, you know, the top. I, actually, game. I think
1: I think they have the checking line center. A guy like Coyle is a third. Yeah, but you're
2: going to get like DeBrusque and Lysell, yeah. and you're not going to
0: get right. like a potential star on yeah. well, the was-
1: turn. I don't think you're getting even that yeah, with, with Boston having to take on six more years at 7.75 yeah. million. Good luck. Yeah. I don't know what you're going
2: to get. I mean, it's going to be, um, I you mean, get John, a
1: Zell and, and a pick. you're getting John Beecher on an order of clam chowder.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's going to be, you know, that, that's, on the, I don't know. I think that, you know, he's going to be one, uh, Travis Sanheim is going to be another that I still think will get moved. Um, and, and, you know, his his stock is is. I don't think good. he's getting moved in season though. I think it could. I mean, it, it, I don't think I don't think there's anything the Flyers won't do towards the future. They are really looking at this as a completely future world, so they're not gonna. If they can be so okay. Then this is what I want to know. Mm-hmm. If they,
0: if you have all these thoughts of uh, that they're looking to the future, yeah. And why do they have a coach that's playing all <laughs> the veteran defensemen that's talking about winning? There seems to be a disconnect here in what you're saying and what yeah. he's saying.
2: There is absolutely a disconnect, um, and I, I, I don't. Um, yeah, it, it is one of those things that is really con- concerning and confusing a little bit that that they're that they're going this route. You know, obviously, oh. with stuff like with Morgan Frost. That you know, Morgan oh. Frost will also get moved. I think, and he, and that. I, you know, I, I, think I we all agree that would happen. I hope
1: that would. Well, but the, but this is the thing. You, you would think. You would think that the guys that they would be more likely to trade are the guys on short-term deals like Atkinson, like exactly. Um, like, you know, Walker is a, is a, you know, somebody who's having a good year yeah. Um, yeah. that they could, they could probably get a draft pick for him. Uh, And that they would be playing their kids, but they're, they're they're going down this road of, you know, like until they have their midseason collapse, until they have the, the chance, you know, until the the, the chances of them making the playoffs are completely dead. They're going to sell this fallacy to their fan base that they're actually contending for a playoff spot, which they're not.
2: No, no, they're not. And um, you know, that that they, but I don't think that they're selling it to their fans as much as it's just happening. No, I
1: don't think
0: they're selling it, but Torrance, is just selling winning and yeah. right now they're in a playoff spot so I, while they won't use the word torts won't he believes he could stay in that spot or he wouldn't be doing the things he's doing yes. i don't even think he's doing all the right things to stay in that spot that's the funny
2: yeah, I, I agree with that too i don't think he's either but you know they are not they, there is a there is a very big broad difference between what i what i between the coaches and the gms in my and 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 but what i think that why i think it's okay for jones and Briere to do this for them is that they are they are really looking at him like okay he is going to make us more competitive than we should be they're going to they're going to there's going to be a much more of a push to play younger players as the year goes on there's no question about that Some of these well, we're already 20 something games into it so
0: i don't know if it's going to be a push until like what mike said until it's obvious that they're not
2: competing anymore. I, mean, I think I, that yeah, but I think what they like about George is they feel like he is he's he is giving them at least the this attitude back of like fighting for fighting for points, mm-hmm. fighting for wins. Well, you know, um, which they have which they have to so miss for many years. So to them what, that's like what, a thing that goes back to hackstall times, you know. But like,
1: at what but at what cost, Doug? I mean, the the thing is, okay, you might increase the value of some of your players with this combative bah, rah-rah bull crap that 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 Tortorella is pushing. But for a guy like Frost who I think you could have gotten a maybe a low first-round pick for had you been playing him, had he been scoring the way he scored last year. I think you've ruined his value in terms of trading him. I think you get a yeah. third-round pick for the guy because he doesn't play, and that's that's not beneficial to your organization. So they've misused that situation. Like here, Here's something that I
0: would tell management. They should read the quotes from opposing teams and players yeah. every game. And here's yeah. what I got out of the Rangers locker room. After they beat the Flyers, yeah. so remember, Hathaway tried in the first period to get Truba off the ice in the fight because they probably figured, hey, if we get Truba out of this game, we got a chance to win this game. Truba right. doesn't fight. Will Cully, the rookie, goes in there, fights. He takes all the penalty minutes. Truba's still on the ice. After right. the game, Truba goes, I wasn't going to go with him there. That wasn't the right time of the game, but that was the kind of thinking strategy that the Flyers had to take him out. So that's one thing. So then the top line, you know that Mika Zibanejad has a history of doing well against the Flyers, right? Right. So I asked Blake Wheeler, because I don't know if you noticed that, in that game, they were spreading out their passing. They were making sure, these are guys that can make those passes, that they weren't getting mixed up in the fray of getting shots blocked or clogged in the middle. So I asked him about that. And I said to Blake Wheeler, what about that? What about not going near the middle with her? And he goes, listen, we're playing against a torts team. We know he's going to block the lanes. We decided yeah. we would be patient, and we would yeah. make these passes, and it would pay off. Now, again, if you listen to the other team, these are the tried and true things that this coach has always done. Yeah. So it's, yeah. there's nothing revolutionary happening other than what you said—the culture. But how long are you going to ride that?
2: Yeah, I think it's a year. I think it's a year at most, and I think that okay. it, I, I, I think you know that that's all you'll see is a year at most. I, I can't imagine. And I think if somebody became available that they really liked, if a coach became available suddenly for some reason, like a fire from another situation that they really liked. I think you could see it quicker too. Okay.
1: Dallas, can also- I, think,
2: I think that right now they just aren't, don't have anybody that they want to sell to. And they really, all they really want is to get a culture back a little bit. Um, and they're, they're putting a lot of, a lot on that culture. Um, and I don't think it's all wrong to get put a lot on that culture. You know, I, but- think, I think last year for the culture, it was yeah.
0: right. Yeah. I think this year, like, basically, and I just saw quotes from Danny Breer, uh, from Keith Jones saying, hey, Danny and I have been through what Morgan's been through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but the problem is you signed this guy yeah. to play. You didn't sign this guy to go through tough times when there's really not tough times. There shouldn't be any tough times. Like, he's yeah. had two assists in his last five games without barely playing. And if yeah. you watched the last game, you could see he's got vision that other guys on the team don't have, do not have, I know. And and so like there's things going on that could all be corrected and they're not going to be. So now
2: yeah, right. You have
0: to believe management if they like Frost, will not trade him. Right. We'll see
2: though. Yeah. I mean, I Yeah, I, I there's it, you're running into towards kind of being him like stereotypical self in this situation. Like he's yeah. he's he's doing like he's taking a Morgan Frost who's like a younger kid, you know, who grew up with a little bit, you know, with with a dad who was in hockey and and, you know, and just, you know, a little bit privileged type person. And that Torch hates those kind of players. Right. So he sees those kind of players. Yeah. And it's like, OK, you know, he's skilled, but he's privileged. We would rather have the unprivileged. Yeah. Guys but,
1: OK. And- I think that's see, that's misconstruing things, because honestly, I, I know Morgan Frost. He's not a, not a spoiled, privileged kid. He is a pretty hardworking kid with with a lot of skill. And I yeah. think Tor, I think Torx is doing this because he doesn't like the type of player that he is. Yeah, he's not a he's not a worker. He's a skill guy, and yeah. Torx is playing his bullcrap games because of it.
0: Well, here's something else, Zach. I talked about this a few days ago, mm-hmm. and it kind of came to fruition on the Black Friday game. So I was wondering how the Flyers would react being at home for thanksgiving where i thought the rangers would come in that morning and have a morning skate and at least be there as a team and kind of be like revved up as a team guess what the rangers pulled the old uh emil francis thing and they went the night before so they went the night before even on thanksgiving all stayed together so if anybody in the chat room is wondering why the flyers look bad on their first two goals is because one team was prepared and another
2: team wasn't yeah Yeah. the fan overdose that's really interesting. It, it, it's, and it, that's it a is. coaching strategy, like that's coaching strategy. And and this close, you know, and you know, those players, like, there's a lot of like complaining wives and complaining families about this because they're in a situation, you know, where you know, hey, you know, this it's a, it, there's a holiday going on here, and and you're going to take us out, you know, the day before. I, that's tricky. It's tricky, and they did it. Yeah, the, the Rangers are committing. They're showing they're committed. You know, the, the Rangers.
1: The Rangers could have been at home for the holidays and bust in on right. on Friday morning. And and they didn't do that.
2: Yeah. No. Um, the other the last thing I want to talk about is um is Nylander, um, briefly. Um, his, rumors, his name keeps <laughs> coming up. And it's the craziest thing is obviously they've got obviously he's obviously he's doing the Nylander thing, which is not just he, his dad did the same thing, which is that play really well in contract years.
1: Well, let me let me let me just the, to provide you an update, because Brad for a living talked to the Toronto media today and yeah. came out and said you know, we love what Willie's doing. We're talking to him and we're going to get this done. So he's keeping, he's keeping up the, I don't say, I can't say facade because I'm sure they're in contact with Louis gross and, and Michael Neilander. But I, I keep saying this, if, if the demand is over $10 million, it will cripple the Leafs. So I don't think they can do it. And I don't think they will do it.
2: The demand is over $10 million and it will. So at the end of the day, um, you know, what are the, are they going to ride him out this year? Or are they going to trade him? You know? And the question is that that's going to be the big question. I think that, because I I've heard that they're going to ride it out. They're not going to trade him and they'll lose him for nothing if they have to. And, exactly. and the reason that the reason that they'll do that is because, you know, that the, this team has to succeed in the playoffs. They have to, you know, and they feel like, okay, if he's going to keep playing that way for a contract, let him play that way for a contract. We'll benefit from it. Um, versus, you know, if you now like Brian Burke came on the radio the other day and says they have to trade him. They have to trade him. You know, yes. Unfortunately you have to yes. trade him. Um, you know, his I, value,
1: his value will never be higher than it is right now. Act that, that, oh, that's well, what I mean about that. And, and, you know, and even, but
2: the problem is his value was really low before. And, you know, people, but now, I mean, it's raising because he's had, he's coming off in a, a really good year last year and he started this year really well too. So it's, this is the longest period of time Nylander has played consistently well, right? This, this is this, when you can think about it, like there really haven't been any super slumps in that period of time. There've been a few, but everybody has slumps, right? So.
1: And you know when uh, he'll start? You know when he'll start slumping? The day after he signs that big contract?
0: No, <laughs> yeah. I don't believe that. He's he's a good player, Mike. You know yeah. he's a good player. No, so. but
1: it, but Russ, he's always been a talented player and a good player. But the problem is, he's always been questionable in terms of motivation. He's motivated the last two. Okay, years. whatever.
0: But you know what? At the end of the day, he still is able to survive and produce in Toronto yeah. when many others fail. Right.
2: And, and and you know, there's going to be a lot of pressure to keep him. Um, you know, the, the, how they're going to don't do that? They
0: have a choice, Zach. That's what I've been saying since the summer. Yeah. We don't have a choice because, if yeah. nothing else, they could do this. If they want to be, if they want to make someone like Mike happy, you sign him now. And in two years, if the cap does go up incredibly, there'll be a market for Nylander then too, because he'll still have yeah. he'll still have points. He'll have a few yeah. years off his deal, and you could still trade him
1: then. Yeah, but the problem is, Ross, is that he'll get a no move clause in the deal.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't and, matter. He
1: might at some yeah, point. it does matter because they can control where they want to go, and well, then by, no, I mean, by, by, by controlling there, where they want to go, splash. by the, control, by controlling where they want to go, that controls how much well, you, you know, can get for the player. Do you
0: think for a minute: there's any top player in the NHL that you could get signed for a no move
2: without a no move? No. Yeah, no, it's not possible. It's not right. possible, uh, especially, uh, especially especially because they're going to they can't they can't go to 12 million dollars. They can't. They got it. They got to. They got to keep this within reason. If they're going to go to 10 million, it was going to be 10 million or under. It's It's got a full no move. And I no know move. that you've noticed this, but when a great player or at least who another
0: team thinks is a great player like Bo Horvath gets traded, they always get a no move when they get traded. Oh,
1: that's my point. My point: If your if your purpose is to sign Nealander and then trade him two years down the road, if he's got a no move clause and he doesn't want to play anywhere else other than Toronto, he's not going anywhere.
0: Two years that he won't accept a trade to somewhere else. You don't know that, but it's not under
1: it's not under the team's control. It's never going to be under the team's control top players. Go ahead,
0: name me top players that have been signed recently. That the teams have full control over and they can do whatever they want. Yeah. Well, and that aren't young. That aren't like you know right, on their right first. Time. I mean, really haven't
2: seen it at all. Like um, and I agree. And it, I mean, it's going to depend on where they are. Like if, if they if they get the trade deadline and they're not in the playoffs, um, and it looks like you know, which I can't imagine being the case. Like I still think they're. Oh. No. Um, no. but you know, if they're in the playoffs, they're going to ride it out with them. I I, I, I believe that one hundred and fifty percent they're going to ride
1: it right, out. Right, but that see that that's a mistake. Because then all Brad for living is doing is repeating the Johnny Goudreau scenario all over again. Do you think he's doing anything brilliant at the moment? I don't. What do you mean? What is Brad for living
0: doing that's any different than any yeah. other Leafs GM in the first season that he got it? He filled in all these holes in the offseason. Yeah. Maybe you got one good player Maybe out of one. it
1: and the rest is garbage. Well, I don't think I don't think Domi has played like garbage, I don't think Bertuzzi has played like garbage. No, Bertuzzi is the one good thing. Maybe Domi hasn't played like garbage, but you you
0: had a defenseman that played like garbage, and now, of course, he's off the team. He's on the LTIR.
1: Right. He's he got hurt, Russ. I mean, the well, thing, he's, he's not a good player. Well, no, he got hurt. Was he playing well, Mike? After he got hurt, no. Before no, he, he got wasn't hurt. Playing well. Before he got hurt? How do you he got hurt in the fourth game of
0: the year? Yeah, he wasn't a good signing. You know it, and I know it.
1: No, I, I thought it was a risk worth taking because he was a right hand shot defenseman and he was a guy who could play the first power play instead of Morgan yeah. Riley. The Ryan
0: Reeves signing was a bad the Ryan Reeves signing, Reeves signing was an abysmal.
1: That. The Ryan Reeves signing was an abysmal, stupid but failure. That's what I'm saying. So what has Brad or living really done so far? Well, for us. Again, I, I thought two good signings, two bad signings. I thought two of the I, well, okay. I thought two signings were good, one signing was mm, because you didn't know what you were going to get, and then he got hurt, and the one signing was abysmal. You know, nobody has a thousand daddy. I mean, Matthews, right?
2: Matthews did get done, you know. Matthews I mean, that know, like I was going to get done anyhow, Eric. it was, but it, it, you know, I think it got done at a reasonable great. I think I'm just saying did.
0: based on what you're living left in Calgary and has done yeah, so yeah, yeah, far yeah. and done so far in Toronto, I don't see a great track record at the moment. I know he's a good guy. I know he talks to everybody, but I'm just saying, I'm just talking about results. I, Not I know, results. I, know I know,
1: I know you're Flamester right. would dis- probably disagree, but I think the situation in Calgary was something that was, was I mean, it the can't
0: Goudre- be all
1: ownership it can't no 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 i wasn't going to say that but the okay. whole thing was goudreau did not want to stay in calgary and the thing was he strung him along and strung him along until after the deadline and then refused to the be time.
0: smarter as a gm and know right.
1: that. He right. Right. right right and that's russ russ why i'm saying they have to trade Neilander if they can't get him signed they have to are you willing I to really not can't. make
2: the playoffs are you willing to not make the playoffs if you trade but but, but trade with neilander
1: well, it depends
2: on what you get. No, but I mean, just at the end of the day, let's right? say you get
0: the Michael Jello return.
2: Let's say yes. you get draft yes. picks. Okay, let's say you get draft picks down the line or whatever. Yes, um,
1: yes, yes.
2: You're willing to miss the playoff. You're willing to, take, to blow the year off.
1: Well, they have their first
0: round pick next year, so yeah. So, how many of the Leafs fans? What percentage do you think are in your corner?
1: Oh, probably not a lot, because they're because Russ. This is a fan base who is happy when they win on Saturday night. On Hockey Night in Canada, the back in back in the day, they were sitting there with their 12 packs of Molsons and happy if they won on Saturday night, even though they were in last place in the Norris Division. Okay, they're but they're short-sighted sometimes. I you know, I look at I look at the what, what the long-term goal, which was why I was a advocate of tanking for so long. Because gee, you didn't get Tavares, you got Nazem Kadri. How did that go, folks? You
2: know yeah, how you got Matthews and Marner, but how's that going? You know, like I mean you could well, the they're, they're two players,
1: of the like, best players in the league. The problem know, is you have to have, surround them with other
2: players they haven't done anything. Like you know you still and the reality is like they still haven't they still haven't won and until they until they, they win the same coach they didn't do anything different with coaching. And I think that's a big I think that's a huge mistake and I and I think that unfortunately I mean as much as Let's I you know to that Mike yeah what, I mean my, my keith
0: yeah I mean true living kept the same coach he's a new GM he could have come in and changed it by getting a different coach he
1: chose not to. And basically he the, the calculation was that there was too much change in the organization with Dubas leaving, so they wanted some stability and they didn't think Keith was the problem.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I mean I, 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 I you know he it, at some point you have to do that. Op, what, op, what option? It. Right what now option, he's the
1: owner of their record? What option was out there? Bruce Boudreau? No, there's, other,
2: there's always other options. There's always other options. What option was out there? I mean, you're right. I mean, in terms of the fact there's no, like, big, big name. There's but no right.
0: name. You would have to go with a name that you would say – you, you might have kept Carberry. You might have. And right. Carberry's outperforming Keith. What do you say about that? Right, right. You know, I mean – No, let's – I'm not saying I'm going to stick with that for the whole year, but I'm just saying what if Spencer Carberry was the guy and Keith – got signed instead like what if you find out that the capitals do make the playoffs this
1: year then what do you say why would you let right. carberry go right it was right. never a consider it was never a consideration why? for coach. why why because they didn't they didn't think he was ready and they thought they had a better oh, coach million
0: and million they million. thought they had a
1: better coach
0: well but this coach already you already knew what this coach could not couldn't do down the road you had no idea what <laughs> carberry was going to be nobody Wait,
1: right and it could be worse ross
2: well right now it's not but it could be
1: right
0: it could but have right been now worse. it's not
2: yeah yeah right now it, it, it's not i wanted to um touch base on one thing that really quickly and that is the hellebuck versus carter Hart battle that we've been that we set up oh
1: yeah <laughs> how's that going then?
2: um I, mean, I wanted to check it i haven't seen it for a while so what are we looking at here so um uh, I'm just trying I want to say get the, their their numbers here and see remember the battle was save percentage right I yeah. said
1: uh okay said they better, they
2: better save percentage right
1: now have. uh hellebuck is uh-huh. at 908 save percentage 2.65 yeah. goals against right and Carter Hart is at 911 save percentage and okay. 2.53 so they're basically even.
2: They're right there with each other that's fine they're right there with each other. there's gonna be battle all year but that's that was the point battle. I, mean, right?
1: I
0: think it's a good battle
1: yeah, yeah but yeah I think in, the an, in the end um when when philadelphia hits reality and they start to suck like they do then carter hearts yeah they're not
2: No, uh, No, it's getting harder for them to keep it going for sure that is hell but you know because no, right that, now the,
0: it's not
2: outrageous no right now no i never and i i think that I, that's why i do think that you know Carter Hart has to get more credit than he's getting still, and he's playing really well this year again. Like he he's is, a, he's, great. A, he's. I mean, I don't know anybody
0: think he's playing great.
2: Yeah, no, he. I mean, and I, I still think that he's the. He's not an elite
0: goalie. goalie. We have to say that he is not. And there's oh, very. I, 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 I
2: very much disagree with that. I do. I, I think but that he you think know, he's I, as
0: good as Sorokin and Well, I'm not going to put him in that
2: category. Goalie. I mean, if, if you want to put, if you want to put, is either the top three or four in the league? No. But, no, but that's elite. That's all there are. He's top ten in my mind. Which is okay. like but all 10 goalies are not elite that's my point yeah i mean and he's he's yeah but i think he's one of the two best like we were talking about before for team canada you know i think he's i think he's i think he, I, I think i think it comes down to that's him. not
1: saying much Ak.
2: yeah the no, canada's, canada's
1: goaltending is pretty weak it is but it's gonna be better
2: i mean that's why i think it's gonna be actually better with carter hart and and the guy from dallas who i can't think of right now right well um, jerry's a part of that no, but the guy from Dallas is
1: Ottinger's it? American. Ottinger's right, Ottinger's, Ottinger's
2: American nuts. I'm confused. Right. So no, I, yeah. You're I'm gonna sure. find out a
0: lot
1: of the good goalies are American.
2: Unless or, he, I know he, that for sure. Unless
1: UC Saro's defects from Switzerland, Canada's right. in trouble.
2: Yeah, I think and I still think Canada's I think Carter Hart's gonna be the Canadian starting goalie at the Olympics next year.
1: I don't know. A
0: lot has to happen. Right now That's he okay. can't. Technically, he can't.
1: Right. Because he's banned by the international. Right. Technically, you can't do that. Okay. Yeah. So,
0: yeah.
1: Well, there you go. <laughs> what, what All right, well, it
0: doesn't mean it won't change. I'm not like, that could be right.
2: I. It could change. Hopefully, it, it changes for him, for his sake. But, you know, I, you know, again, that, you know, what happened happened. Anyway, let's continue. Let's move on. We'll be back again soon, guys. Remember, without the buzz, it is just hockey. Enjoy the games. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Good to be back. Thanks, guys, for watching